want to start. Um, improv, okay? All right. Welcome to your first episode of Cancel Club Podcast. I am your host, Catherine, and... I'm Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here to cancel something. Or not cancel something. Yeah. But, but not this week. Yeah, we're going to cancel something. <laughs> That's a spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Okay, Scott, what are we canceling today? Or who? Oh, boy. Uh, we're probably going to get canceled for who we're talking about this week. I think we're going to get canceled no matter what we talk about. I think we're already canceled. Yeah, it's going to be a hot take podcast here. Yeah. Uh, this week, we decided to kick off with Elizabeth Warren. I know people are going to be coming at our throats about this one. But, yeah, we're going to die. <laughs> but we have some things that really need to be discussed about because shit is just really bad. Everything's yeah. bad right now. Catherine, where do you do you want to start off with points that you have? Do you want to just like jump right into it? Do we want to go into a little bio or anything? Let's discuss the origins of this beloved progressive senator from <laughs> Massachusetts. I want to hear her origin story. Where does she begin? Where does she come from? Well, I'm just going off what I read on Wikipedia earlier <laughs> off the top of my head. I'm not going to read anything. <laughs> I know she's a senator from Massachusetts. She graduated from Rutgers Law School and she taught at Harvard. That's pretty much all I really know. Did you know that until 1996 she was a Republican? Yeah, yeah, I did know that. She was a Reaganomics believing Republican. Ugh, classic. So this is something that there's plenty of evidence on the internet about, but no one wants to talk about. Neither does Elizabeth Warren. No. So she has been known when people ask her about it, she refuses to talk about which candidates she voted for. Have you heard her on The Breakfast Club? When they kept bring, they kept trying to bring it up and she keeps dodging it every chance she gets? I feel like that was pretty cringe. It's really pretty bad. Cringe, I had to like, I was, they played a part of a podcast that I was listening to and I had to keep like pulling the headphones out of my ears. So I was like, oh, I just couldn't handle it. It was too much. She tries to shut it down a lot. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of evidence on record that shows that she was definitely a Republican. She definitely voted for Reagan, even though she refuses to comment. Like, when you played the fifth like that, <laughs> you're just incriminating yourself. Like, obviously. I mean, she just, like, she said that she vote, she was voted Republican because she liked their take on markets and that she likes markets. She loves markets. Republicans were very good with the economy, always, ever. Oh, yeah, especially in the 80s around Reagan times. I mean, Reagan was a great economist. <laughs> he did wonders <laughs> to our economy. Yeah, we're still living in uh, results of what Reagan I mean, did. Reagan bliss, right? Like, it, Reagan, like, blessed all of us. Like, the AIDS epidemic, that was great. Him destroying the economy when we left, that was great. And Warren likes all of it. She did change sides back in 1996. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's something that just really needs to be said because people have been saying that she has this long career of be of railing against Manx, but her pol political career really didn't begin until the mid nineties. Um, because up until then, I mean, she has said in interviews that when she was younger, she was not political at all. And so when people ask her about being Republican, she says, well, I wasn't political back then. Although her high school friends have been like, no, she definitely did talk about politics all the time. But she really only got started in the 90s. And I think it's important to bring it up because people are kind of obsessed with 
while they should be more invested in politicians' long-term careers and where they've been at. And Warren's really only been politically active since the 90s, and before then she was a Republican. People keep praising her on how she's evolved with her policies and ideas over time, but which is a good thing, but, but they're like, you know, ignoring candidates who have consistently held the same positions, good ones. I'm not naming names, but you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> you know, and they'll even use that as like an example of like why not to support them because they keep saying the same things even though what they're saying is important and needs to be talked about and nothing has fucking changed in 50 years. But you know, some liberals probably really love the fact that she was a Republican. They oh, probably yeah. really love oh, it. Oh, yeah. They, lo- they get hard for bipartisanship. Yes. She is so bipartisan. Mmm. <laughs> like, they... <laughs> that mmm <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, for real, they do get hard for that shit. Like, I actually think they think, like, well, she's been on both sides, so she knows them. And also they appreciate... Because, I mean, I feel like most liberals are actually just, like, Republicans who believe in good optics. Diet Republicans. Yeah. Basically. Like a Nancy Pelosi t- or Joe Biden type. Yeah. And as we'll discuss, like, later, a lot of people on Wall Street basically are like, yeah, she'll probably just shift center anyway, so it'll be okay. Yeah, it was, uh, what is that dude from J.P. Morgan? Yeah, one of them. I don't remember his fucking name ever. Jamie, is it Jamie Diamond or Diamond? Or, I don't know. Uh, but, I try not to memorize But he just names. came out, like, this week or something talking about how, like, they like Warren now. <laughs> which is... That's not a good sign. No. Obviously not a good sign. No. So, do you want to talk about some of her policy points, or what did you want to go over first with this? She has a plan for everything, nice. right, Scott? That's what she's known for. Yeah. She has a plan for everything. Yep. And all are all of her plans are good, right? Uh, all of them. She was a Republican. Oh, so yeah. So they're all good. Yeah, they're all, they're all good. good. They're all good. Because Republicans are winners. Yes, I mean... And so she's a because she has a plan for everything, that means they're all good plans. Yes, exactly. Obviously. Um, okay, so um, they are not all good plans, actually. Oh, <laughs> damn it, you got me. I just, really? I think we should just talk about the green military one first. Go off. Well. Pop off, King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go in. Go in. Let's, let's just dig in deep, because this one is just... I think we're leading off strong with just the most bonkers, dumbass plan. <laughs> as soon as I read an article about it, I was like, this is just a waste of time. Yeah. It means nothing. Nothing. But with all that, let's dig into like the de- the details. On okay. Stuff. So, Miss Elizabeth Warren, who used to be a Republican but now isn't, it has to be brought up again, over and over again. So she has rolled out the Defense Climate Resiliency and Readiness Act. And she says, our military can help lead the fight against climate change. The only fight that our military can lead against is other countries by oppressing and destroying them and colonizing them. The best way to fight climate change with our military is to just gut the goddamn thing. Yeah, we should just nuke the ozone. Nuke the military. (laughs) No, nuke the military. Just get rid of it all. No, our military should literally, like, nuke the ozone and declare war on, by committing war crimes against the environment. This might work. That might actually work. But no, we should actually nuke the military. I think that's the best way. But what's Warren's plan for our military? 
Okay. What's this? This is what's her genius policy take here? I know we're kind of coming off like we're really hating hard, but like it's this yeah. point for me is one of the most absurd. Like some of her points make they're not like complete trash and they're not do nothing, but this is really just a do nothing policy. Yeah. So in her plan, um, a key part of it is that contractors that haven't achieved carbon neutrality they would be charged a small fee which should in turn be invested into an energy and climate resiliency fund. However, in this bill, there is a lovely little passage that undermines the entire thing. Shall I read it? Go for it. Would you like to figure out why it undermines it? Please tell. I know why. Let everyone else know. <laughs> Let the three people that might listen to this know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. All three people are listening to this. Listen up. Waiver. The Secretary of Defense may waive the requirements of this section if he determines he, come on, she, nevertheless, she will persist. Come on, Elizabeth Warren. We're using he in here. Wow. Way to be, like, supportive and inclusive. (sighs) If he determines that market conditions for a product or service make it difficult for the department to acquire that product or service, then the waiver will accelerate the department's acquisition of the product or service. So, basically, the Secretary of Defense can waive it if they just find it too expensive. Which or they the, which is up to their own discretion. They can yeah. just be like, say if something was even $5, oh, that's too expensive. Yeah, and what like incentive does our Secretary of Defense have in this? There's no way. It's like no. completely going to be undermined. And then the other lovely little passage in here that also undermines it is... The Secretary of Defense may waive the requirements of this section if he determines that meeting these requirements would adversely affect the national security interests of the United States. So that's completely arbitrary. I mean, the United States definitely does not have a history of labeling anything a national security interest. Right. (laughs) Like, just for the purpose of, like... Doing anything. Yeah. Like, anything is a national security interest. Like, it's just, like, ridiculous. Like, it's, like, also, also, like why our military is our one of our biggest polluters if not the biggest polluter so why not just get rid of the military and also like like you said nuke the military why is the military good like shouldn't we ma'am this is very like very like it's like like military but make it eco-friendly like that's not possible no the only way to actually make that possible is to cut the military. Yeah. Let's, like, fight over oil, but do it greenly. You nailed it. Yes. That's basically what That's what, that's what when you read that and you put on the they live glasses, <laughs> that's what that really, that's what that really says. Yeah. <laughs> basically. I mean, like, that's all you really need to know about it. And it's just complete nonsense. And a lot of people love to be like, she has a plan for everything and they're all so smart and she has this team of wonks and it's like but if you really like unpack the plans like there are definitely some good ones that we'll talk about but if you unpack them it's just bullshit it's bullshit so there's that one oh you know which one has been really bugs me as a person trying to find a place to live right now her housing plan was pretty stupid she got ratioed really hard with this on twitter that was pretty good ratio and as soon as i saw the tweet i was like are you kidding me but like for her first point which is Everything else is just whatever, you know, nonsense. But her first point was to decrease, how uh, was it, rental costs by 10% over the course of 10 years. 
That means nothing. Nothing. In 10 years, it's going to go up more than 10% anyway. So it's just going to, what? Do It's just going to, nothing's going to happen. And only 10%? Big fucking deal. And there's no telling, like, definitely landlords who are all bastards. Oh, my God. Have you seen the landlord takes this week? Oh, my God. Have you seen, like, people uncovering, like, landlord, like, Facebook pages? And, yeah. Like, Did you see the one that's been going around all week this past, like, the past few days where landlord, he talks about a tenant that he found out, the tenant has found out he has cancer. Yeah, and he was like, how it, do I evict him, essentially? Right, right. He said he... Since he couldn't straight up evict him, he told him that he would institute. Uh, he told him to leave voluntarily, or he and and or he was instituting a strict like late policy for the guy on like his rent. And I'm just like, that is the most heartless, just insane thing. And there's tons of posts like this. Like if you go on Twitter, people just dragging these landlords, just bringing up like I don't even remember some of the other things. Oh, talking one post i saw was them talking about going after people with pets yes or, like, i saw that people that like like would sneak in a pet or something they would schedule some kind of like maintenance inspection or whatever at a, like a, a time when they wouldn't be there and then they would just like let the animal out like out of the apartment and then call animal control on it mal these, was right these people are heartless <laughs> we kind of drifted away from the elizabeth warren part just talking about landlords but like but essentially, it has, like, no checks on landlords. And another thing, too, is a lot of it is is about affordable. Uh, you know, that's that's going to be our key, like, most hated word on this show. Yes. Is affordable. We don't want to fucking hear affordable. Go in. Why is affordable in the context of housing bullshit? It's completely, it's another arbitrary measure. Just like how, like, in Minneapolis right now, they're... Build. They're planning to build their 2040 plan or whatever bullshit. They're planning there to build a bunch of affordable housing based on a median income of like 93000 Who the fuck makes that much money? So it's like, it's affordable to people that make $93,000 a year? I don't know anybody that makes that much money. Yeah, it's, it's complete bullshit. And I remember when that tweet landed on my timeline because it got hella ratioed. Actually, I feel like a lot of her tweets get ratioed really badly. I actually don't follow Warren on Twitter. That's probably wise. I don't follow her, but she appears on my timeline because people, quote, tweet her, dunking on her. <laughs> but yeah, it's usually the only time for me, yeah, too. I've yet to mute her. We will see. I don't really mute anybody on Twitter. I probably... I mean, I, I've, I've muted a few people. I should really just delete Twitter, honestly. Yeah, but then, like, how would we just DM each other with like the worst takes we ever see. That's true. That's what it's good for. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's all it's good for. <laughs> really you have to delete Facebook. That's the main thing. Yes. But. I'm going to. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any more information on this housing plan? Planning? I mean, that's really what I have. Is I, just... I mean, it, she doesn't have a whole lot. It's hard to find a lot of info on it. Mm -hmm. But it was just that that 10% thing. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. That's really, I think, what people were really upset about is mm. I think the other parts of it where it's a lot of you know yes in my backyard kind of policy stuff and making giving um making housing accessible well accessible is also a bullshit word like just giving people housing housing should not cost anything no rent should rent shouldn't be shouldn't it, exist it should not exist you no. should just have a place to live right but um like that that it's good to do yeah 
She wants to make housing affordable and accessible. The one good thing in her policy I remember reading was that she did want to pay for everything through lowering the point in the estate tax, where you know you don't get taxed on anything under $22 million. She wanted to bring that down to $7 million, Hell yeah. Which is good. I mean, it should be yes. even lower than that, really, but... Yeah, she... It should be... Yeah. Yeah. But, so, that is... That's a good... Good move. Not the best move. It's a better... It's a good move. Yeah. Like I said... I mean, what we said, like, I do think in a lot of her plans, they're good, like, nuggets. But she just doesn't go far enough with a lot of things. No. They're all, like... They're all compromises. Yes. Which is what the Democratic Party is notorious for, is compromising before they even fucking get to the field for anything. Yeah. And I think... I, I really do think that if she were to be in the general election, she would definitely shift center. And I think that's something we're going to see probably in healthcare for sure. Well, we haven't seen anything on health, well, healthcare from Elizabeth Warren. Yes, let's talk about... Because I know healthcare is your biggest issue. Yeah. I don't know if you want to give any okay, so re- I'm examples the, why. I am sick, motherfucker. Okay? I go to the doctor like 600 times a week. Like, it's a problem. Like, doctors recognize me by name. My pharmacist doesn't ask my name because I just fill medication constantly. Like, I'm I'm unwell. Just all the time. And insurance is a huge barrier to getting help. Um, a part of me that I do talk about is I go to AA. And I always tell people, if you think private insurance is good at all, go to one fucking AA meeting and tell me it's good at the end of it. Because every fucking meeting is at least someone talking about how insurance is getting in the way of their treatment because it's not covering rehab or covering therapy. And for me, it's literally life or death. And for Warren, she had nothing to say on it until two weeks ago in the debate. Was that debate two weeks ago? Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. Oh my god, it feels like it was a month ago. Yeah, I time is just... Like, so she... Ugh. They asked a question about it, and she... Ra- like, do you support... I think it was abolishing private insurance, and she raised her hand, and then I think she said, I am with Bernie Sanders on Medicare for All... And then in an interview afterwards, she said the same thing. And then we have not heard anything since. It's not even on her website. We literally just looked at her website before we started recording to try and find anything that she said on Medicare for All. Anything. Anything. Nothing on healthcare. The closest thing I could find anything healthcare related was ending the opioid crisis. But guess what? Absolutely nothing of her plan to solve the opioid crisis has to do with ensuring healthcare. It's about giving money to uh, to first responders and public health services and holding um, Big Pharma accountable, which is good, but you will never solve the opioid crisis if addicts do not have access to like medication, rehab, all of those things. And a lot of people with addiction and alcoholism don't have a job that they can get health insurance through. So it's like, to me, if you cannot commit to health care, why do I care about you? Because to me, it's life or death. To a lot of people right. I know in treatment, yeah. it's life or death. Yeah, you are just about to turn 26, right? Yeah. So. I mean, I essentially, the only reason why I'm guaranteed health care now is because I get disabil- disability benefits. Because otherwise, like, I'm too sick to have a full-time job right now. Right. Um, and so it's like, that's, and that was a whole hoop to jump through. I had to get so much paperwork proving I have a disability. It's super demeaning to have to, like, kneel before an insurance company and be like, please insure me. Like, 
it's just like ugh, it was such a process um and it's just like for me it's life or death but i think for everyone it's life or death even for healthy people because even to the healthiest person you could just get cancer anything could happen anything and it'll just fucking bankrupt you mm-hmm. like i it, it's absolutely just like unacceptable and to her to just be able to go on stage and raise her hand and say yes i support it but then to just be completely silent on it like i don't trust that she's going to stand by medicare for all position she seems to have a plan for everything on her website, but healthcare is just completely absent. I mean, I don't trust any of the other candidates besides Bernie. No. On Medicare for all. No. I mean, even like Kamala Harris when she backed away from it. Like two seconds later, like yeah. every time she'll she'll say one thing and then like the very next second completely say the opposite. Yeah, and and it's like insane, just like how right now Warren. And um, Kamala Harris are, like, becoming the top two picks for people. Because, um, like we were talking about earlier, there was that Netroots Nation whatever conference, whatever it was. You know more about weekend. this than I do. I mean, I read a few articles and read some spicy hot Twitter takes on it. <laughs> um, but at this liberal conference, um, they essentially had people vote on their top two picks. And it was Warren and then Kamala Harris with some people saying they should run together. I was like, okay, so a Republican and a cop. That's very good. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Republican and a cop, 2020. Yes, I bet they're like, that will secure all the Trump votes, but it definitely will not. Because they'll never. No. No. That's what. That's one thing the Democratic Party has been doing for ever now, is trying to win votes on the right, even though it's never worked for them. No. That's exactly how they just lost the last election. Yep. And it's so it's just like people are really gunning for Warren and for Kamala Harris. And to them, healthcare is just not a lot of these candidates other than Bernie, healthcare is not a priority. And to me, healthcare is a priority. I mean, obviously a lot of the other issues are important. But I mean healthcare encompasses so many things. It encompasses like justice for victims, it encompasses like the opioid crisis, like homelessness everything like it's just it's so so important and for her to have say, everyone to say she has a plan for everything she's the same as bernie where is your fucking blurb on medicare for all on your website i am waiting ma'am go on where is it <laughs> <laughs> i am waiting warren yeah i mean is it gonna include free 23 and me tw- tests for everyone oh shit <laughs> you went there you went there <laughs> I can't wait for Medicare for All to like to cover my 23andMe test <laughs> so I can make a really dumb point. Oh, boy. I don't know. Did you want to go into that or I, not? I don't... I don't I that's... Like, we've got plenty of other things to Yeah, and I think a lot over. of other people, like indigenous activists, have said a lot about Yeah, that's subject. not our place to talk yeah. about that. But also, like, okay, how can you support her after that? But, like, whatever. <laughs> um... I think we also should just briefly touch on her student loan forgiveness plan. Yeah, because it has people with student loans. This plan, this plan sucks. Yeah. This is exactly that type of, another example of that, like, bipartisan compromise. Yes. Why was that such a hard word to remember? Because it's it's, it's a compromise before, like, (laughs) even, like, you know, getting up to bat, like, trying to do, like, so, I don't know, talk about her fucking thing, my brain reboots. I mean... 
I remember when Bernie came out with his plan recently, one of the first things out of these fucking fool's mouths. Awesome. Everyone loved it. Yeah, but the thing is, out of these fucking Warren and liberal-ass people's mouths was, he stole this from Warren. This is just an example of a man stealing a woman's ideas. And it's like, okay, first of all, like, student loan forgiveness is not, like, a completely, like, original thought. Like, it's been on the table. No, she didn't, cre- in, she like, didn't create that. No, like, it's been, people have been talking about it for a long time. I think people, most, like, it's, he brought, he brought it up, you know, four years ago, right? Yeah, I mean, it's been on the table. Like, it's not a new idea. Yeah. And also, their ideas of student loan forgiveness are completely different. So if 100, go, completely worlds apart. Yeah, like, if so if you go to Bernie's website and you type in your account, if there's a calculator, you type in your income and how much will be forgiven, what number always comes up? Zero. But if you go to Warren's, the plan, I think, from what I understand is it's capped at 50K for people who make below 100K. Right. But I already can think in my head multiple people who have student loans over that, probably including me, because I'm in fucking grad school and that shit is expensive. And I was an out-of-state tuition student at the University of Minnesota, which is uh, relentless and evil. So <laughs> <laughs> they're coming. Their their episode's coming. Yes, we will sure. cancel the university. We should get we should get Aisha on that episode. Yes, we should. <laughs> she she has a lot to say. Yeah, about that. she'll pop off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like it's I I think that's just important to note because a lot of people are saying like. Oh, Bernie stole Warren's plans, or their plans are different. But, I mean, and another argument was like, oh, you're saying we should forgive loans for rich people? First of all, rich people don't take out student loans. And two, yes, like, no one should be in debt. Like, why is that a radical concept? Like, no one should be in debt because they want, like, sought an education. Like, basically what you're saying is, we should stop you know, poor people from having this because the rich people have it as well. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Something that could really benefit a ton of people. I mean, it shouldn't happen because people that don't need it will benefit from it too. But it's like, that's stupid. Yep. That's just dumb. I can't... And so any, like, means-testing bullshit, like, you have to be radical. Like, you have to go the distance. Right, you have to come out swinging. You can't just, like... Yeah. So, that's important to bring up. Um, I think we should also touch on her immigration plan. Um, I do think that her immigration plan has some good points in it. Um, I think that, you know, she's interested in keeping the system accountable and for increasing, uh, legal immigration and a lot of different things. But I think the important thing on her website is that she is interested in I think the word she uses remake, but it, she should essentially said reform. She wants to remake or reform ICE. ICE cannot be reformed or remade. Mm-hmm. It can only be abolished. Exactly. That's it. And it was some bullshit about remaking it in our values. What are American values? It's another arbitrary statement. First of all, like what is happening right now is American values. Why is that hard for people to understand? Like, this is American, what America values, like, dehumanizing the people that it fucked over in the first place. Like, so it's, like, the idea of remaking it in our values. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter, like, how, how, if you expand legal immigration or if you hold the Trump administration accountable for the crimes it's committed, blah, 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 if you get the presidency, which, lol, at this point. But it's, 
Like, if you- if ICE is allowed to exist and you just rebrand it, that's what it is. Like, we need to stop talking about reforms and remakes. It's just rebranding it. Right. You cannot rebrand ICE. No, it would still hold the same purpose. If only all of these fucking Zoomers would, like, storm ICE detention facilities, not Area 51. <laughs> God damn it, they're so fucking close to actualizing. <laughs> like, oh my god, they're like one galaxy brain meme step away from overthrowing the governments. Like, we just need to all send them to destroy it. Like, we need to get all the Fortnite players and drop them off in fr- above a facility. You know, I gotta say, that's an episode we gotta do eventually, is a Zoomers episode. Are we to cancel zoomers or uncancel zoomers i just want to learn about zoomers because i feel like (laughs) i'm the the generational gap between me and zoomers is like huge yeah i have no idea what the fuck any of them are doing do you ever try to go on tiktok i don't even know what tiktok (laughs) is don't don't try it i I hear i'm like is it just like vine but different it's like a zoomer vine i think Uh, i mean no i i was listening to a podcast that was talking about tiktok and i was like Am I really? I'm not even that old. I, but I have no idea what. I don't keep up with any of that shit. And then I heard like, like, they all talk. All the, the way they communicate is all through like Snapchat. Yeah. I don't know anyone who still uses Snapchat. We use Snapchat. But like barely. Barely, yeah. And, like I use Snapchat maybe once in a the while. The Zoomers use Instagram and Snapchat because to communicate. Yeah. Like we, that is not a millennial thing in any like circles that I run in. But sorry, I got sidetracked on. Zoomers Zoomer for Bernie. It's just something I've been thinking about this Zoomers week. will destroy ICE. That is my, that's my hot take. Well, they could, they could destroy ICE if we, like, got them to not just post about areas. This is a call to all Zoomers. Zoomers, if you are listening, storm ICE facilities now. We are with you. So. <laughs> back on track. Back on track. Sorry, immigration <laughs> I mean, I think that's essentially, like, what needs to be said is, I think kind of what we've been saying is, like, a lot of her plans, like, there are some interesting, good points in it. I think something that can be said of Warren is that she genuinely seems to be interested in holding big banks accountable. Like, that has been her big thing. The reason why she said she switched from Republican to Democrat in her voter registration is because she believed that Dems were better suited to regulate banks and the markets. So... That's cool and all, but it is important to unpack these plans and not just be like, she has a plan for everything. I have a plan for a lot of things, and a lot of them have fucked up. So, <laughs> um, that's not really, like, saying much. <laughs> yeah, just because you have a plan doesn't yeah. mean shit. It can I mean, still be a shitty plan. Yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of plans for myself, and I'm recording a podcast right now on a Sunday, so... <laughs> That's yeah. all that needs to be said. Yeah. Okay. I would like to talk about her not paying her interns. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is something that really came out this week. Yeah. So this article came out, like, two days ago. Um, so thus far... Joe Biden's wrapped up in this, too. Don't yes, worry. Yes. Yeah. So there's this article that came out about how Warren and Biden have found a loophole to paying their interns. Now, Warren does pay... She has paid interns that are paid, I think, 15 an hour. Um, however, in addition, she has what are called fellows. Fellas. 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 What's going on? <laughs> um, what's up, fellas? <laughs> Just campaigning for a war. What's up? Um, but, so they are fellows, and they are not paid. And from what her campaign has said in a statement is that they essentially do all the same things that interns do, but... 
Um, they are just work less hours, but they are not paid at all. And um, the greatest part about it is they're like, look, they get free housing and all, many of them get stipends from the universities. And it's like, okay, so not all of them get stipends and you're still not paying them. And something that was brought up in that article and just in general is there's a huge difference between a fellow slash volunteer and a worker. A worker is told to do something and a volunteer is asked to do something. And so if you're on the campaign trail and they're telling you to write some bullshit policy about whatever, you are a fucking worker. There's a huge difference. And so as of now, Bernie's campaign, they're, they're unionized. Yep. And Warren has these paid interns and then unpaid fellows. Joe Biden is also included in this, and uh, unsurprisingly, his campaign has refused to comment on this. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. I think they're just, like, determined to self-destruct, but I would not be surprised if he got the nomination anyway. If he did, we're all doomed. I mean... We're all screwed. We're all doomed I mean, anyway. Even if he won, which I can't see that happening, we'd still be screwed. Yeah. Because he's the same as Trump. He's same. basically the same. He's the same. He's also like a Republican, basically. Yeah, he's just as racist. Sometimes more. Yep. He's, but this isn't the Joe Biden episode. I there will be a Joe Biden episode. Fuck, we're gonna have to do one for every one of these Democratic yeah. primary ghouls, aren't we? Yes. Oh God. Yes. Yes. Okay, I think last but not least. I would like to talk about a recent article. I think it was in the Los LA Times. I, Elizabeth Warren is winning grudging respect among some on Wall Street. Okay, so... Oh yeah, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Earlier. So let's just bring it back. So how can you stand up to Wall Street and big banks if they like you? Yeah, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like they're in favor of any candidate besides Bernie. Yes, that's essentially, like, from the article and talking to a lot of them... Um, is that Warren isn't necessarily their top choice, but she's more like a second choice. And if she were to be in the general election, they would vote for her. And many of them in the article have said that they speculate that she'd just shift center anyway, so they're not super worried about it. I mean, they would much rather, like, a Biden or Harris. Oh, yeah, someone who's really going to just... Yeah. I mean, Biden was instrumental in creating a haven for credit card companies in Delaware. Yeah. They run that state. Yep. So, I mean, like, he'll he'll roll over and do whatever these fucking monsters want. I mean, in the article, they essentially say, like, they're fine with anyone as long as it's not Bernie Sanders. And Which is it, yeah. more of a reason why Bernie's cool. Yeah, and in the article, they're talking about the reason why they don't like him is because, he, you know, he's a democratic socialist. And in the same article, Elizabeth they quote Elizabeth Warren saying that she does not identify as a democratic socialist because she likes markets. And who likes markets? Say that again a little louder. Capitalists! Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So it's, there's just a lot to unpack there. And I think if you're going to ask, like, yes, she will stand up to Wall Street. Um, Why do they like her then? Like, they have respect for her. Obviously, the conservative Republican ones are, they're going to vote Trump no matter what. But amongst the liberal ones... Right. They're none, all none, like, none of those assholes are actually going to vote for. Yeah. They're they're just going to say they wouldn't be as upset if that if Warren or whoever won. Yeah. So if you're winning respect among Wall Street, can you be a good person? Um, I'm gonna guess 
No. No. Okay. I don't think so. I just wanted to make sure. Because everyone on Wall Street is a demon. Yeah. They're all ghouls. We know this. And if a ghoul or a demon likes you and respects you, I'm gonna ask some questions. So I think that's kind of like a good wrap up on Warren. I mean, she's definitely not the most evil person. Yeah. I. I mean, I just wanted to say too, like I, back I even liked supported Warren in 2016. Mm-hmm. Back then, I was I was hoping she would have ran because I thought she was cool. I think a lot of people were. Yeah. I mean, even Bernie asked her to run back then, and she decided not to. So that's why he ran. It's like now, as we're like, how bad things have gotten in the past four years. Well, I can't say really things have gotten bad, but they haven't overall changed that much for like a bunch of people. But we're just waking up, you know, to how bad things have really been. And like now, then now we're looking at these candidates, we're looking at Warren more and more. And like, I like her less and less. Yeah. I used to be even like, probably even a few months ago, I was like, yeah, I'm a Bernie supporter, but I could I could handle Warren. I could, you know, settle for Warren, really. But now, like, the more I learn about her, I'm just like, I don't think I can anymore. I mean, I think when people ask, say, like, when you are thinking about supporting Warren, just ask yourself, are you comfortable supporting someone who has a long history of identifying as a Republican, who liked Reaganomics, who does not pay some of her interns, who has a horrible 23andMe stunt in her past that does not look good, that refuses to have a plan on Medicare for All, who has really bad plans when it comes to her military and housing. I think it's important to just look at all of those and say, is that important to you or not? Because right now I think the driving motivation for having her is representation. I think that's a whole other episode and a whole can of worms. That's going to be like a 14-hour episode. Yeah. Because, I mean, I personally would rather see my politics represented in, and not my gender, personally. To me, my politics, Medicare for all, you know, abolishing ICE, those things are more important to me than having a woman in office. Who doesn't support the same things you support. Yes. That yeah. is more important to me. And that might be a spicy take and I could be canceled, whatever, I don't know. It seems like a pretty reasonable last take to me. And, yeah, so it's just, I think, like, look into Warren. I mean, all the things that we've referenced are really easy to find online. Um, I mean, with the current election cycle, these articles are coming out, like, every day. Um, I mean, it is, I would also, I mean, like, the media class, they're going to be gunning for her because they do not want Bernie. Actually, they would really prefer that Donald Trump be president forever. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because he's great for their ratings. They like, love it. They love it, but, like, they definitely are, like, would much rather have anyone. They'd, real, they'd rather have Biden, Warren, or Harris. Yeah. It's just, like, I think it was this week where I sent you a, a poll. I think it was, I don't remember what network, but they showed they showed poll results. I think it was poll results. Well, basically what everyone's been doing is, like, Bernie's in second place. I use that in quotations because, like, I don't know what fucking numbers they're using. He's in second place, and then, but they won't talk about him. They always talk about who's in first, third, and fourth because they really don't want Bernie. No, no one does. None of the media. No one really like actually in Congress or White House or whatever. Yeah, 
I think it would be really good for us to eventually just devote an episode to Bernie Sanders. We're going to have to. Because I think there are parts of him that are very cancelable. Oh, yeah. But there are a lot of parts He's not perfect. No. Like... There, that's a whole other can of worms. And I definitely think, like, I definitely think there are some parts of him that you can cancel. And I think that's the true of a lot of, you know, candidates. And that's going to be true of any candidate, yes. really. But with Warren, for me, it's like with all of the things that I, I find, I just can't find the motivation to support her. It just gets harder and harder. Yeah. Because to me, I want, I just, I like, Medicare for all. I need someone devoted to that. I need someone who's, like, not a fucking capitalist. I mean, she's basically just like, I like markets. She likes capitalism. She has no problem with it. She just wants it regulated in quotation marks. Right. Uh, and though really, though, you know, we're, we're just talking about Warren first now because it feels like she's the most relevant candidate to talk about right away yeah i mean she was a huge deal after the debates and then after this recent conference this weekend she's like just gaining traction yeah and it it just feels like because people like we're obviously big bernie sanders supporters that's anyone who even knows us in real life knows that but uh, people keep making the argument they're like do you like you like bernie or whatever warren's the same it's like we're here and we would have to do this episode to be like that's not at all true. I mean, there was literally a Guardian article that I sent you that was like, I could not stop laughing reading it, where it was like, if you want to vote Bernie, like, why not just vote Warren? Because uh, you don't have to choose between macho socialism and corporate feminism. Oh my God, macho Eli- socialism. Because Elizabeth Warren is the best of, best of both worlds. And I'm like, my question is, what good came out of corporate feminism? <laughs> What good comes that's out of another, corporate feminism? Oh, God, that's another episode, yeah. too. And it's like, people just genuinely are like, look, she... But the thing is, she doesn't identify as a socialist, so she can't... She's literally said, I'm not a democratic socialist, I like markets. So you have to ask yourself, like, do you fuck with capitalism or not? Do you fuck with socialism or not? How, how far to the left are you, really? Yeah, and calling her left is very... Yeah. That's that's generous. Yeah, very generous. To say the least. Yeah. Well, so what's our conclusion here? I mean, I think she's canceled. Yeah, I mean we <laughs> gave it away at the very beginning. It wasn't very smart. I mean, yeah, she's canceled. Un I'd say unfortunately. I mean yeah. I mean it's not like you know, I think we I think this has been said a lot. Like it's not that I think we would all love to see a political leader that's a woman. Yeah. But that political leader has to represent politics that are for the greater good. And, and benefit women. And yeah, benefit women. Um, because things like Medicare for All are extremely important to women and to low-income people. Like, that's actually a huge, huge, huge thing of importance. Um, because it encompasses reproductive health care. Also, um, check uh, Bernie's stance on the Hyde Amendment compared to everyone else's. <laughs> Uh, very interesting. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> some people were trying to like suppress that information, but like oh, it was the surprise, only surprise. one. Yeah, it was like, um, but yeah. So it's like you know, healthcare is so important, and I think um, having a woman in office is not enough to ensure the betterment for women. That's just not realistic at all. Right. So, you heard it here, folks. Yes. Elizabeth Warren. Cancelled. Cancelled. You're cancelled and that's it, Chief. The tea has been spilled.
Sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, well. I mean, we can get canceled. It's fine. I know, people are going to hate that take from us, but, I mean. I feel like most people. If anyone follows on Twitter, they would know yeah. our, our stance on a good amount of I've stuff. I've already alienated, like, 90% of my friends over the past, like, year. I mean, so. I only have, like, three friends I even see in real life anyway, so yeah. who gives a shit? Most of my friends right now are in World of Warcraft. Wow, that's so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, we can cancel me for that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think it's time to get into our first new segment. Yeah. This is the first episode, so everything's new. Uh, worst take of the week. Or bad take of the week. Yes, especially... Bad take of the week. On Twitter. On Twitter. So Catherine has... A, a great bad take. A great bad take. And we're just gonna... We're just groan over it. So. Okay. So we love the House Democrats. Oh. We love them. Yeah. It's my favorite Twitter. Yeah. Definitely. I surprisingly did not mute them. But I guess, like, they do not appear on my TL that much. I don't but. even know they had a Twitter account. So, we have the House Democrats wanting to start some shit um, because they just basically hate AOC. You know, and the other real progressive in yeah. Congress. And they want to protect Mother Pelosi. Good lord. Like, literally this tweet was one step <sighs> away from being, st- like, stay away from my mommy. Nancy like, Pelosi's another episode coming, too. Don't I worry. mean, like, gulag, basically. Jesus for her. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... One of AOC's, I think it was like, he's like the chief of staff, I think, or a staffer. You knew more. I actually had to send this to you to explain it to me. Because I was like, what is going on here? I have no idea what this is. I live in the comment section. I know. So I I, I literally shared this tweet to you so you could explain it to me because I had no idea what the fuck was happening. Yeah. So, Saikar Chakrabarti, Chakrabarti, he tweeted, I think the point still stands. I don't think people have to be personally racist to enable a racist system. And the same could even be said of the Southern Democrats. I don't believe Sharice is a racist person, but her votes are showing her to enable a racist system. Now, when he's talking about Sharice, who is he talking about? Sharice uh, uh, Davids. Um, so, Congressman Sharice uh, Davids. Um, so, she's a Democratic uh, congresswoman. And he was asked about her. Like, he wasn't bringing her up out of nowhere. Someone asked him about her, his take on her. And I think it's a really, like, mild take. Yeah, like, it seemed pretty reasonable, too. Like, you know, like, by, like you don't have necessarily have to, He's not calling her racist. He's just saying she's enabling a racist system. Like, that's right. a very mild, like, claim. That's reasonable. So House Democrat says, Who is this guy, and why is he explicitly singling out a Native American woman of color? Her name is Congresswoman Davids, not Cherise. She's a phenomenal new member who flipped a red seat blue. Keep POC emoji clapping hands. Her POC emoji clapping hands. Name emoji out emoji of emoji your emoji mouth. I guarantee you the staffer who wrote this was not white because white people love using POC emojis. <laughs> like they love you using POC emojis. Like they cannot help themselves. So I know for a fact this was written by a white. Well, staffer. you don't want to say you know for a fact. You're I'm, you're pretty confident. I'm ninety nine percent sure that this was like. Also, like the clapping between the words. Like, come on, like. Okay, so there's a lot. First of all, they definitely know who this person is because why else would they be on their Twitter account? Like, they took a screenshot. It's not a quote tweet. It is a screenshot, which means they went to his Twitter account, which has his bio in it, and screenshotted it. Mm -hmm. So first of all, they do know who this guy is. They know that he's on AOC's staff, and they definitely hate AOC because... What did Pelosi do recently? Basically, like, threw AOC under the bus yet again. 
And now they're doing this whole, like, her name is Congresswoman, keep her name out of your mouth. And it's like, he was literally asked about her. And are people not allowed to bring up when your Congress... Are you literally defending someone who's apparently enabling racist policies? Very good look, House Democrats. They're that's, probably the, that's probably the worst take of the week. I mean, they definitely... Like, the, the re- comments were fire. I mean, people were like... Yeah, you know, like, people are literally, like, in concentration camps right now. Like, what are you, what are your thoughts on this? They don't care. I mean, obviously they don't care. They just voted to give ICE all the money they wanted. Yeah, I mean, Twitter was, what, early in the week, Twitter was down for, like, a good hour. I was really hoping it had finally died. Oh, see, I was at work, so I kind of missed the whole point of, the whole time it was down. I didn't really get to look at it or anything. I kept going to it. It kept saying, not available, and I really was like, man... It's finally over. <laughs> Thank God. It's never going to be over. We live in hell. And I'm, I've literally had a therapist say to me, get off Twitter. And I'm like, okay, I will. And then I never do. We got Twitter brain, folks. Well, I think that wraps up our first episode. I think it does. I think that was pretty decent. Yeah. Not too bad. It's really hot in here now because we had to turn the AC off to hot record. Hot summer. You can explain that to me later, too, because I don't understand anything. I don't know what hot girl I'm an, summer is. One, once I reached a certain age, I just became a middle-aged dad. I don't understand anything about anything anymore. I will be your Zoomer guide. I'm not a Zoomer, not a Zoomer. but I have big Zoomer energy. <laughs> I do. I BZE. have Zoomer energy. I do a BZE. Big Zoomer Well, it's from working with children for so long. Yeah, with the teens. Oh. I have a good insight into their Fortnite, like, bleh, adult brains. So, it's okay. All right. Well. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter. I am at Skeleton Trash. I'm at Trash Loaf. And our, follow at Cancel Club Pod. Yes. Follow us for good takes. Only the best takes. Pretty good takes. I'm not gonna toot I'm not gonna toot my own horn. I'll say okay takes. My takes are like hot. They're spicy, but then also a lot of my tweets are about me being depressed, so Yeah, I mean that's what Twitter we, that's what Twitter's mostly. Yeah, it's for. basically just being sad. Um I think next week we're gonna tackle a Minnesota institution. Yes. That's well. This is well. This one's really gonna get us canceled. Yes. Next. But I don't care. Stay tuned for next week where Catherine goes off about Target. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's See you it. Then. Smell you later. Bye. <laughs>